Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of The Poll Project. This is Ayelet as usual and today I'm here with a very special guest. Hi. This is Roni and she has been my teacher for the past three years or so. And today we're going to talk about pole injuries and recoveries and how to avoid them. By the way, we are in Ronnie's house with two of the cats. So if you can hear any cats in the background, that, that is why. <laughs> so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been pole dancing and teaching? Hi, I started pole dancing at 2013. So seven years. Yeah, <laughs> it's been seven years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and actually a friend... Uh, dragged me into class seven years ago. At first, uh, I thought like I couldn't do it. It was too hard for me. But I, I came back and I just loved it. Since then, <laughs> I'm pole dancing. <laughs> so you started pole dancing in 2013. Have you been doing anything physical, any kind of sports other than that before? Uh, when I was uh, young, I did a little bit of gymnastic. But I uh, wasn't really good at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and afterwards, I uh, just, you know, practicing in the gym and nothing really serious. So you started pole dancing. And then when, when did you become a teacher? How long after that? I became a teacher a year after I was pole dancing. I was uh, dancing at Alisa uh, Pleskova studio. And after a year, she offered me to do her instructor course and it sounds really good so you were like yeah why not yeah why not <laughs> i thought i should try and i really really loved it so i had to quit my job i was working in a vet clinic for a very long time i liked that job but after a few years i felt very very exhausted and i wasn't really happy with that job and when i started teaching I felt like, wow, it's it's the best thing. It's the best job. So you were like definitely happier. Yeah, I was definitely happy teaching and, you know, meeting new people and helping my student and, and really do what I love. So tell me a little bit about uh, what we are talking about today. We are talking about pole injuries. So you told me that you had a few. So tell me about them. Uh, actually, I had a really big injury about four years ago I fell from a pole I was alone in the studio and I fell from um, Aisha elbow grip <laughs> I fell straight on my face you had no no safety mat or anything I was using a mat but uh, apparently it didn't help I had a, a really bad injury in my neck in my back And I'm still dealing with it. I have a good uh, physiotherapist. So you had to completely stop doing pole for a while? Yeah, I couldn't practice for two months. So I had a really bad injury in my neck, in my back, and I actually broke my nose. So did you have to do like a surgery or you let it heal? I had to do a surgery, but I had to wait like a year before I do the surgery. I had to... The doctor told me, told me that I need to recover before going into surgery. Ever since, uh, I'm really, really traumatized from Aisha elbow grip. 
like I can teach it, but if I have to do it, I always have to make sure that people like around me, yeah, keep me safe. Mm -hmm. Wow. So like a full year after that, you were still affected by that fall. So you're not doing that trick too much now. <laughs> no, I'm still affected by that fall. I still have pain in my back and my neck, but it's better. It's getting better. At times I feel it. But like I said, I have a really good physiotherapist. So every time I need him, he just, yeah, he helps me. So that, that is a good thing to have as a pole dancer, a good physiotherapist. Yeah, it's important. <laughs> Did that injury affect you mentally? Did it make you feel any less anything or at all? Uh, actually, after the accident, I thought that I couldn't pole dance again because I was afraid to do anything with my head upside down. I always felt like I'm going to fall and I never felt safe. I was thinking like I couldn't do it anymore and I have good friends they always support me and and because of them I'm still here <laughs> and I'm still pole dancing. So that brings me to my next question which is what did you learn from those injuries? So we have the first tip which is have a good physiotherapist and we have have good friends that uh, support you through the tough times where you sit at home and you can't go to the studio. Uh, which other tips and advice do you have for students to avoid these kinds of injuries and how to recover if you do injure yourself? First of all, uh, if you're doing a, a new trick or really, really uh, extreme trick, make sure you're not alone in the studio. So you don't want to feel tired. You want to do it fresh and with strength. Actually, I was very tired when I did that trick. And it was a trick that I used to do. I felt already really, really safe in that trick. But at the time, I was really, really tired. I was a flight attendant. I came back from flight. I didn't get much sleep. So getting much sleep, also a trick, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> And definitely uh, put a safety mat. Safety mat, it's always good. It's always good, but it didn't help me. I recommend really, really not to do tricks. Definitely not extreme tricks when you're tired. So I think it's the most important thing. And make sure you're not alone in the studio. Oh, my cat's eating all the... Yeah, the cats are here just like munching on things. And maybe you heard them the entire time. We don't know. We will find out later. You might have heard them just like munching on, on snacks and stuff. <laughs> They found the snack box. Hold on. <laughs> so you also mentioned having friends nearby that uh, support you mentally is very important. But how about having a friend watch over you if you're doing a trick that you're not sure of or you're tired and you think you might need help or just, just in case having someone there? How about that? I think it's very important to have a friend or instructor or a friend that is instructor. <laughs> The best kind of friend. <laughs> yeah. If you do a new trick or very extreme trick, I think it's the most important thing, even more than the math, because they know how to keep you safe. Uh, they know uh, what could happen if you fall. They have the knowledge and the strength to hold you if you really lose control. 
So I think it's always nice to get help from friend. And also while you're in the air, I think it feels much safer if you have someone there that is like ready to hold yeah. you. Yeah, even mentally. Sometimes I do tricks that I can do by myself, but I think mentally it's very, very important that someone will be there for you. And how about uh, recovery tips? Do you have anything on that? I told you first I was thinking about quitting because of the accident. But over the years, I, I never was really strong. Uh, flexibility was my strength, but I'm always working hard on my strength. I, I, I want to do everything in pole, like do all the deadlift and all the very hard tricks. But over the years, I realized that I just can just, just be myself and do whatever I can do and just take it slowly and, and be happy with what I am now. And eventually it will come. So... I think the very best advice that I can give to people who are pole dancing or beginners or even like people who had accident, take it slowly. Don't try to rush anything. Listen to your body when he gives sign. When you feel pain, just stop. You get there eventually. You can prevent injuries and eventually uh, injuries make you uh, stop like so basically your main advice is to not try to do anything that you're not ready for yet and it is best to build your strength and your tricks slowly but safely because once you injure yourself then you prevent yourself from working out much longer than it would have taken you to do that trick slowly but safely Yeah, I think definitely, yes. And also my physiotherapist told me that if I, if I will practice easy and not rush anywhere, maybe not compete it, my body will keep going and I can do it for, like, for a long time. I really, really enjoy performing, but I think I will stop now with competition. Not that I really, really love that. I just do it just to prove myself something. So you did a few competitions, and how did that work with your injury? Uh, actually, mentally, it wasn't good for me. <laughs> wow, why? Why is that? I'm not really a competitive person. I never was. So I did it only to prove myself something that I don't think it's really represent me. I did a few competitions, but I think I enjoy it only after it's over, because <laughs> I felt a relief. But before that, I was very nervous and I had a lot of injuries and I was painful and tired. When I, when I decided that I'm, I'm stopping with a competition, I felt really, really good. Yes, I think what you're saying is like the part you actually enjoyed was being on stage, but all the stress and the pressure of succeeding and winning is, is not the part that you like at all. No, yes, exactly. I love to perform, I love being on the stage, I love hearing the audience, but I don't like the part when they judge you and they tell you, okay, you are number seven or number four or whatever. I don't think it's really represent you. So when we talk about recovery, you said that your physiotherapist told you to take it easy, but you also said that you sat at home for two months and you didn't do any pole dancing, any 
sports at all? Yeah, uh, I was uh, I wasn't doing anything for two months, even more. I felt like I was missing something. I thought about quitting, but it was a crazy idea for me to quit after a long time that I invested myself in pole dancing. So I thought, you know, everyone around me always w- wanted to compete. And every year, all my friends were really, really excited about competitions. I competed only because everyone else wanted to. I realized that it's not for me. And I think that if you feel that it's not for you, just don't do it. You can perform, you can dance, you can, you can practice. You can do the art in another way. Yeah, you can express yourself in another way. You don't have to compete. And definitely you really need to listen to your doctor when he says you need to stay at home for two months. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when you came back, was it still painful for you to do pole dancing? How did you approach that? It was painful. It was hard. It's like I was starting all over. I felt really, really weak and I lost a lot of strength. But I took it slowly and now I feel that I'm in the best shape that I ever was. Even though I can do deadlift, uh, it doesn't mean I can do something else. And I I overcompensate with different tricks. Like I'm very good at flexibility tricks. I think I, I'm really happy with myself right now. I really, really hope that I can do it for a long time. I definitely think that in pole dancing, if you do it like a marathon and you give all your strength, then you have like a burnout and you can't keep doing, like you can't keep going full-time pole dancing for a long time because it's like, it's not a race, it's a marathon. Like you have to keep your strength for a long period of time if you want to progress. Yeah, there will always be uh, people that are better than you, stronger than you, uh, flexibility than you. You just have to accept yourself. And I know friends that uh, do a lot of competition Now they can't even practice because they're very injured. Uh, so I don't want to be there. Yeah, so it's way more important to do it as something you love and you enjoy it and you don't want to compete because everyone else is doing it and eventually you hurt yourself for the long run and then you're not happy and you're not competing and you're also not dancing and having fun. So what did we get from that? So you guys, by the way, we talked about flexibility tricks. Uh, Ronnie is a, like a complete fairy. So uh, I will link her Instagram below and you are more than welcome to follow her and see how crazy she is on the pole. She is so graceful and like a cute little fairy dancing between the flowers. It's so cute. <laughs> it is so impressive and you, you just got to see it. So I will put a link to her Instagram page and I will tag her on the social media posts that I will bring out with this episode uh, i will remind you again that we are available on google podcast apple podcast podbean and spotify our instagram is the pole project podcast and we have a facebook page as well so follow along over there i post four pictures a week which is getting really hard so i hope i can keep this up if you follow then i will have a reason to keep this up uh i will thank ronnie for her time thank you that she gave me this evening to come here with her cats on the couch on the sofa cheap and eek <laughs> i think they like you <laughs> yeah i think i think we're going to hear them throughout the episode i hope not too much though <laughs>
munching on on cat snacks. We will say thank you for listening. Thank you for having me. I am so happy to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. I'm hoping we could do it again sometime. And I will tell you guys, thank you for listening so far. I will see you again next week. And until then, happy ball dancing. 